321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host for today. Today, we welcome Nicole Young, Director of PR and Communications at Walters Kluwer Tax and Accounting, and one of the relaunchers whose careers I have followed the longest. My conversation with Nicole is part of our new series within a series called Life After Relaunch. When we talk to relaunchers who have been back at work for years now, what life is like, and their thoughts retrospectively as they look back on their years since they've returned. In Nicole's case, she's now been back for seven years. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, well, we're excited to have you. And before we dive in, can you give our audience a brief background on what your career path looked like before your career break? Sure. So I started my career, so I went to school for political science, and I did pursue that. I worked for a U.S. at the time was a U.S. congressman and who is now a U.S. senator, Charles Schumer of New York. I actually then went uh, into the uh, private sector and worked for Time Inc. There I worked at Fortune Magazine and helped launch a publication called eCompany. I then moved over to the New York Stock Exchange where I spent several years. And it was very interesting how I got there because I actually had done an event since Time Inc. was listed on the New York Stock Exchange. They allow companies to host events there. And so while I was there, I actually met a number of people in the marketing communications team. And ironically, they offered me a job and I accepted and went over there to run their signature program that is actually called at the time was called the partnership program. And that's where they did bring listed companies in to ring the bell, to celebrate events. It was a promotional platform and it was a great Mm -hmm. platform for the New York Stock Exchange because at the time, and this was during the early um, 2000s, at the time, NASDAQ was competing strongly with them. The NYSE had recently opened the media to the floor, allowing sort of quote unquote Main Street to have more interesting access and insights into the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. And so it was a really, really exciting time. I did a lot of fun programs with them and I leveraged some of my other uh, backgrounds. So for example, Fortune's Most Powerful Women in Business it's an annual event that uh, that Time Inc. publication hosts, and I actually got them to conduct the event at the New York Stock Exchange, which was really cool. Ah, and, that's great. And then I um, did a lot of crisis communications there because I was there during the 9-11 attacks, as well as some um, executive uh, leadership departures. Um, and uh, from there, I took a little bit of a detour and went over to a design firm specifically a firm who works with corporations on their annual reports. So it wasn't, uh, it was an interesting pathway because coming from the New York Stock Exchange with the financial reporting and then going over to a design firm that works with organizations and companies to produce their annual reports. Um, And that shortly after then is when I took my career break and then eventually landed at the, at Walters Kluwer where I am today. Wow. And can you comment on how long your career break was? Sure. So it was about six years. 
and I had my daughter and, uh, and then, so she's 12 now and she'll be 13. And then my son is nine, he'll be 10. So I had both of them. And then it was uh, shortly after my son, um, you know, a couple of years later that I returned. Wow. And I don't want to take too much time to talk about the uh, logistics and management of your actual return. We, we cover that in, in other podcasts. And I really want to talk to you mostly about life now that you've been back for a number of years. But any comments on a critical moment or something that was specific, uh, a specific factor in what led to your relaunch at Walters Kluwer? You know, I think the decision and it it doesn't seem like a distant future yet. And I know we'll get into that, but it, it, at times it does feel so far um, removed right from my current life. And, but there were a lot of personal factors that contributed to the, my decision to return. It was also personal factors that um, my decision to stay home wasn't one I had made right off the bat when I had children either. So um, that took some time and, uh, you know, can obviously discuss that further, but one of the things that I do remember, and I think this stands out true, and I've heard your other participants on the podcast, and I've heard you as well, and I'm sure your listeners, is just that feeling of self-doubt. And I can still actually remember walking out of my interview at Walters Kluwer, and I stepped outside the office I still work at today, and I remember like literally physically sweating, saying, oh my gosh, that was terrible. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but I have to say, I got here because of a relauncher. And um, I went to interview with her, but the role wasn't right. And she actually recommended me on the spot for a different role. And so I think it's just relationships that you either have, don't even have yet. And um, the value of, of, realizing that people in general are kind and people in general, I think, want to help other people. So having that can some, I think it just needs to give you a little bit of peace of mind that you, at times relaunchers can forget. Right. Thank you. And I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, before we proceed even more, can you tell us what Walters Kluwer does? Because I know it's an enormous organization and also one that uh, despite its size, a lot of people don't know what what about the company or 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 what it does. Sure. So Walters Kluwer, as a sort of master brand, started a, a few years ago. the The company's been around for um, over 180 years, but so we're really the Walters Kluwer is really the global leader in professional information, software, and services for four primary professionals those in the health field, those in the finance field, those in the uh, legal field, and also those in the tax and accounting. So essentially what we do is if you're a professional, you definitely are aware of one, in those categories, you are definitely aware of one of our solutions. And we have moved into very much a digital um, organization, and we essentially provide the software that is embedded with our expert knowledge and really allow these professionals to make what we call critical decisions every day in the moment. It is a company that is based in the Netherlands. And in 2017, Walters Kluwer reported annual revenues of 4.4 billion euros. And we, Walters Kluwer as a whole, has operations in, in 40 countries with about 19,000 employees worldwide. So it is a really large organization, but has a focus on professionals and supporting their needs. Wow. 
Thank you. That's super helpful. So now I want to talk about what we really want to focus on on this podcast, and that is life after relaunch. And you've been back now about seven years, and I just wanted to get an understanding of your perspective at this vantage point. Like looking back on the last seven years since you've relaunched, how, how what do you feel like now? How, how what do you how do you consider yourself? Did you do you almost forget that you even took a career break or does it still kind of loom large in your identity? And can you just set the stage a little bit for us and talk to us about your evolving perspective over the last seven years since you've been back? Yeah, I mean, I think um, a couple of things. Right. So one is when I think about my career break. As I said, sometimes it feels like a distant past, right? Um, and it was just such a dramatic. I remember going through what I feel like were these dramatic lifestyle changes. And one of the perspectives that I always try to keep in mind is, regardless of whether I was a relauncher or not, everyone goes through dramatic shifts in their life, right? And so you go from this, like, I am going to be this type of career professional. This is what I'm going to do. I even think back in my early career, right? Like, or even when I was younger, like a teenager, early twenties, I was like, well, this is when I'm going to get married. This is when I'm going to have kids. This is what I'm going to do with my life. And you know, this is what my kids are doing. And now I look back and I'm like, okay, everybody is stupid when they're young, right? Like I'm like, Um, I don't mean that, but you know, like, it's just so funny. You're so naive, right? You're so naive, but it's great. It's great to be naive too. I think it just gives you that endless energy and ability to say, I'm going to do this. But it's really juxtaposed against that um, that fear factor, right? And so when I look back on my career and I think about my career break, like I said, I remember when I took it and then the way that I approached, I think, raising my children at that moment in time was probably influenced by my decision to have worked first, continue to work, and then take that career break. And I said, okay, I know I eventually am going to go back to work. I don't know when, but this is how I'm going to approach things. And this is how I'm going to take advantage of this time. So I was very much influenced by the reality. And I don't take this lightly. Not everyone can be a career relauncher. Not everyone has that opportunity. And I think of my mother who who did not have that opportunity. And so what I think is so ironic as I look back is she had at times two to three jobs, one as a school secretary, and then uh, a waitress at night, and, and then also a different job. And so, but when I think about that, she ironically did it for quote unquote flexibility. So she would have the same school schedule. She was a single mom, have the the, um, the ability to be home in the afternoons and then go back to work at night. And I think, wow, that was not really flexible, right? But it worked for what she needed. And she wasn't really able to pursue a different type of profession. So I don't take it for granted, first of all, and I think that's really important. But I, again, think it influenced me because when I think about the decisions that I made in the career choices, I knew that I had those options and opportunities, but I also want to make sure that my children see that, A, I, I was afforded the ability to, to be a stay-at-home mom for a while. And two, when I decided mm-hmm. to go back, even though there were some personal and financial reasons why, that the decisions that I'm making on the career choices is because I really want to demonstrate to them, and I read these studies all the time, right? The value of having a working mom. So, but for those who do can afford it, I see the value of having a mom who was a, is and was a working mom 
and and does and does take a career break because you just have such a different perspective um and for me i think one of the things that i really valued was you have to remember the lessons you learn as a mom are how to prepare and how to prioritize and those are two things that i was able to hone those skills as a stay at home mom and i bring them to work with me every day what's going to be the priority for my career for my manager for my company and what's going to be the priority for home and how do i prepare in such a way that will allow me to not do both but to provide the right sense of balance in that moment. Wow. Okay. Lots to think about. Um, Let me just come back to a couple of points. So from your vantage point now, um, when you're interacting with people on the job, are most of them unaware that that you had a career break years before because you've been back at the job for seven years now? Yeah, I think so. It is something that I I don't shy away from it and I don't hide it. And I certainly have actually spoken to a number of people either in my current organization or or elsewhere in the past that have spoken to me about um, their decision to maybe want to relaunch, you know, to take time off and then relaunch and what are some best practices. And, um, but it definitely is something I don't think people realize. And I'm also very grateful to my company Walters Kluwer because I think that that um, I've had such a great career here so far and because I was able to learn different schools and come on over you know move around and such it really gave me that opportunity um, just to become a I don't know how to describe this uh, you know a really stable individual and well-known entity at this company and so people probably don't realize it and in day to day, right? Um, but when people do ask me about my history, I certainly mention it. And you know, you you have moved around Walters Kluwer four times over the last seven years to the senior role you have now in the tax and accounting division. And I'm going to brag on your behalf because I am aware that during your tenure at the governance risk and compliance organization, where you were before tax and accounting, you received the CEO award, which recognizes a dozen top performers with leadership abilities. And you were also one of 30 people to receive the who made a difference for process excellence award. So I'm, really excited about that not only your promotions but the uh honors and awards that you've received and i'm just wondering when you reflect on those promotions and awards do you think about them in any different way because this happened to you post a long career break um do you think about them differently than if you had not taken a career break probably i think in particular when I received the CEO award, it's it's peer nominated and the leadership team decides, right? So this is, and just to qualify it, um, Walters Kluwer has a CEO, Nancy McKinstry, who's based in the Netherlands, and then the divisions have CEOs. So at the time, it was when I was at the GRC division. I'm now with the tax and accounting division, which is run by a, a CEO by the name of Karen Abramson. So this is when I was with a, a previous di- division, but it was early on in my career relaunch. and. I remember thinking this is amazing because it's that it's that validation, right? And to go back to yeah. that fear. Yes. And in particular, I was nervous because just like anybody, doesn't matter what 
career function you're relaunching into, you're concerned about some of your skill sets as, as a function. You're concerned about some of your relationship building skills. You're concerned about how people will perceive you that are aware that you're a relauncher, right? So, but um, I think most relaunchers have a specific drive and spirit. And I certainly am speaking about myself. I don't know every relauncher in the world, right? But I said, you know what? I'm going to take my time as a relauncher to 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 really embed myself in it and and saturate myself in it and be a part of that. And then when I went to back to work, I said, okay, how do I how do I create that balance? And but I said I I want to demonstrate this to myself and to everyone else that that knows it or not <laughs> that I can be successful. So I do think I I personally took it with a little bit different sense of pride as a relauncher, you know. Yeah. Well, really exciting. And you're exactly right. That, that external validation is just, I'm so thrilled to hear about uh, your promotions and especially about these awards. Uh, So hang tight for a minute. I, I, I have a follow up question in just a second, but I want to tell our listeners that you are listening to three, two, one, I relaunch the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, and I'm speaking with Nicole Young, director of PR and communications at Walters Kluwer Tax and Accounting, and one of the relaunchers whose careers I follow the longest. So uh, just following up, Nicole, on what you were talking about, um, about, you know, reflecting on your time as uh, back at work now that you've been back for seven years, can you talk about when you first got back and did you walk in feeling, wow, I've got this, I'm super confident, I can't wait to embrace all my responsibility. Did you have what we call imposter syndrome, where people, you know, this is kind of the opposite of that, where you're worried that, oh, wait a minute, I don't know everything, and someone's going to find it out. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering, um, wh- where was your head at, at in the beginning years? Oh, my gosh. I mean, and I said it before, right? And I've heard so many people say it, right? But that fear of being found out as a fraud was a constant ringing in my head, right? And, um, you know, it, it is it is very, I still remember it. And, and as I mentioned before, right? Like, I remember coming out of this interview, walking outside, and I felt like my whole body shake. And I said, oh my gosh, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't think I wore the right outfit. I don't think I said all the right things. Did my resume look foolish? I mean, you have all these things going through your head. And then when I got the job and the first day I got here, um, <laughs> I actually remember a funny story. I had received the laptop and it was a, a docking station, right? That attaches to the um, to the monitor and everything else. But the docking station looked different from when I had left. <laughs> And I remember I had to ask somebody, I said, uh, how do I take my laptop out? <laughs> I felt like <laughs> such a fool. And I said, oh, my gosh, this person was think, who is this, you know? Um, and so I, you know, and I, so I, I think that that fear um, really motivated me. Right. And so I said, okay, I need to make sure that I am learning everything that I can. And and I think, um, again, as a relauncher in particular, you need to remember 
when you're in that decision, right? I'm deciding to relaunch. I'm in the relaunch. Um, I've decided to take a career break. I'm in the relaunch. I'm ready to relaunch. You know, I'm in the break, sorry, and I'm ready to relaunch. So throughout that whole thing, just be a constant learner and be a networker. And again, I know I've heard everyone else say this, but it's so very true and you can't overemphasize it enough. So even when I got here, I said, okay, I'm going to take a look and see what I should be learning. And I would read everything. And then I um, I have a very inquisitive mind. And I think, again, Walter's Kluwer values people who can ask questions in a lot of different ways, right? And so if I found somebody, I would talk to them. I'm very fortunate that I have a uh, an outgoing personality, right? And so whenever there was an event or an activity, I wouldn't really shy away and I would be in the elevator and I would talk to people and I was I was just constantly trying to learn and try to make myself embedded as much as I could in the company and then also continue to read other whatever I could get my hands on not just about the company but companies that we worked with and who were the professionals we worked with and the division that I worked for as well as peripherally right but I just wanted to make sure that no one ever thought that I was a fraud. And as I've gone through my career as a relauncher, I realized that people have self-doubt no matter what, right? Um, and I think it's also, again, helped me as both an employee as well as a mom, because I really stress it to my children all the time as well. Like, don't have self-doubt, you know, don't be overly confident and think that you know everything, but be confident in asking questions and having an, a game plan and an end point to where you can say, this is where I want to become the most knowledgeable, and this is where I recognize I have weaknesses, and how do I overcome it, right? And so it's, I mean, it's just something, again, that I feel like I've heard over and over, but it's it's just such valuable advice, right? You know, and, yeah. um, but I have it in my head all the time. And and even that self-doubt, regardless of whether you're a relauncher or not, but I think specifically as a relauncher, I'm always fearful of not, oh, the youngest and brightest person's going to come out and take my job. It's not that, but to have that motivation to say, you know, I had to overcome something to get back into the workforce. And I want to make sure that my career trajectory and success is based on the fact that I've, I I never get stale. I never say, oh, well, I'm good at this now. I'm just going to keep going, mm -hmm. right? So I think as a relauncher, it, it motivates me a little bit in a different way, maybe, because I had that fear extrapolated, you know? And so I try to keep that not as a fear, but just as a motivator to say, okay, how successful do I want to be? Where do I want to be? And how do I get there? Right. And just this whole theme of being a constant learner is a quality of relaunchers that employers really love and embrace. So you're obviously demonstrating that. So Nicole, can you talk at all about the transition on the personal front? And, you know, you talked about um, your your kids are now, I think, nine, nine and 12. Is that what you said? Yes. Um, yeah. So then they were um, two and five I, I, or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they even remember what it was like when you went back to work, or are they? Was it kind of? Are they kind of too young and doing other things, and they remember you mostly what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, I think they probably just remember mostly what I'm doing now. They. 
but you know, they have friends who have stay-at-home moms or uh, my sister, for example, is a teacher. So she's home in the summers and after school. So they have different people in their lives, right? But um, I think from a personal side, the one thing that I remember is when my son was so small, he was a very early riser, right? And so he'd be up at five in the morning and I used to love, love, love five o'clock in the morning till six would be the time that he and I would spend, you know? And it's, I have those memories. I still can remember sitting at the table and we'd be eating breakfast and we'd be playing with blocks or whatever we were doing. And then I would go get ready for work. And, you know, then they would get ready um, for daycare and things like that. Uh, but, you know, I think now, and it's funny because the tax and accounting CEO is a woman named Karen Abramson, and she's been quoted in the past, quoting a story about her her life and and when she got this role, I guess, that the Walters Kluwer CEO said, you know, it's all about balance. Some days you're, you, you can't say, well, this is, I'm going to spend all of my time with a balance or my career is only thing important or my family is only important. And I had that same view, but I think the, and of course I didn't say it as, as eloquently as she has said it, but it's so <laughs> true, right? And so sometimes I just say to my kids, like, you know what? This week I'm going to be traveling or uh, tonight I'm not going to see you. You're going to go to bed and, and I'll see you in the morning um, type of thing. Right. And so but they really I think in some ways they love it. They said, oh, well, like, look at mom, you know, um, but I don't think they remember so much that period of time when I transitioned back. And it was, but I certainly do. I mean, I can still remember coming home being like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. How does this work? Right. I feel like, all right, I've got this down. I'm in a routine. Don't get me wrong. There are days when, again, whether you're a relauncher or not, you're just a parent. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this right now. (laughs) um, But, you know, it's, it's definitely... I'm glad that I relaunched. I'm really grateful to Walters Kluwer. I think they've been an excellent employer uh, to me, and and uh, and I just I, I'm I really am grateful and and glad that I went back and and feel really proud and um, you know and I I think my kids are too. <laughs> oh, that's so great to hear. Well, um, we are running out of time, and so I wanted to know if we could end with. Uh, any comment on uh, advice uh, for our relauncher audience, whether you want it to be about relaunching in the public relations field or some sort of tip about um, how you've managed your personal and professional life or anything else um, that you can think of, even if it reflects something that we've already talked about today? Sure. So one of the things I mentioned before, and I, I always reiterate this, and I reiterate this to my to my kids or to people in general, right? It's and even my colleagues and and people that I work with is preparation and prioritization. I mean, it's just such a foundational skill that uh, is essential, I think, for any relauncher as they're trying to get their career back on their track. And once you have transitioned and you're trying to figure this path out. And then once you just return to being uh, an everyday working parent, right? So it's, it's just so critically important. And I, I find that when I feel overwhelmed, I just sit back and say, okay, what's going to be the right priority for me today? Like the world is not going to end, right? I just have to prioritize it and I have to be prepared. Um, and I think that the, from launching, relaunching my career in a function that has evolved is I think something that is tough. And I think since I've relaunched, the 
rapidness that the evolution of the media space has taken place is has really taken place while I've been relaunched. And so I've been fortunate there. And again, I would say it's critically important for certain functions that are going through a transformation to just really find a mentor, find, uh, read all you can, see what can help you stand out and see what other skills you've done. I mean, there were so many things that I did during my break that I leveraged my PR skills to be able to do um, with different charities or school functions and things like that. Like I remember I had done this um, Cookies for Kids Cancer is a nonprofit organization and it's literally that you bake cookies, right? And then you sell them. And I remember I, I did this whole campaign at my kid's school at the time and we raised in one day like $1,600. And because I said, wow, okay, I'm yeah, put all my project <laughs> management and my PR skills to work. And um, I'm sorry, it wasn't one day, it was over three days. But, uh, but it was, you know, and, and, and things like that, like I tell that story when I relaunched, you know, and it was great, you know, so but, um, but I appreciate also, I think it's really important and valuable, what you're doing, Carol, and what the I relaunch organization does. And I've seen the return to work conference, the success of it, and um, really having that sense of community is something that's so valuable. And so uh, really great kudos and thank you to you as well. Oh, thank you so much, Nicole. And thank you for joining us today. It's so rare that we get to speak to a relaunch or years after relaunch. And this was a very special conversation. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Carol. You have been listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, chair and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host. For more information about I Relaunch, go to irelaunch.com. And if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook. Twitter, and other social media. Thanks for joining us.